Grace watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nix is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nix and Grace. Welcome to episode 88, Take Duh, of There's No Place Like Tara, a first watch, rewatch podcast. I am Nixie. 88.5? I am Grace. (laughs) (laughs) Today we're going over season four, episode 22, Exodus, aka Exposition. A.K.A. season finale. A.K.A. season finale because this took <laughs> long enough to get done. <laughs> um, so we reached the end of season four. Um, Exodus first aired on February 14th, 2001. It was written by Joe Malozzi and Paul Mooley, uh, directed by David Wary Smith. And the important guest star is... Eminem, if you will. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> That's not the guest star. <laughs> no, but is that, that what we're, is that what we're calling Joe and Paul now? Uh-huh. Eminem? It was written Eminem. by Eminem? Yep. I'm sure they've never heard that yeah. before either. No. <laughs> but the important guest star is Cameron is back, guys. Yeah. Because everything is better when Jacob is back. Well, I'm a big fan of Jacob. We're, um, we're big fans of Jacob here at this podcast. Yeah. If, I, if anyone can snark to the snarkiest of all the snarks, it's Jacob. He, he well, yeah. And he he starts standing up to a little to a little Jack Snark. He has no time yeah. for Jack Snark yeah. in this episode. Yeah. So what he does is he quickly nips it in the bud with a bit of his own snark. Is yeah. What I've learned. Yes. <laughs> um. So we uh we have Chris Judge giving us our little previously on. Um, yes. And the previous on is like, hey, hey, remember that guy Tannen? Hey, remember that guy who was like a Toker double agent dude? Yeah. Who was secretly working for the Gould, but we know he was working for the Gould. So we are fucking with him. Let me the remind you about him because you're gonna see him again because reasons. Yeah, you're gonna you want to remember that guy. Um, <laughs> that guy, uh, and also Teal hates him because he lied and killed his girlfriend. Right. Yeah. Um, so there's that thing. Remember don't that kill guy? people's girlfriends, dude. Don't, like, just don't, don't do that. Don't do it. No. Yeah. Also, Apophis. Uh, also, you know, Roboteal killed Cronus, so they got a mothership. <laughs> oh, that's um, right! <laughs> it's been so long, guys. <laughs> the Tilk Bot. The Tilk Bot killed, <laughs> killed Cronus because Cronus killed Tilk and Tilk Bot's father. Well, technically not Tilk Bot's father, but Tilk's right. father, but Tilk Bot kind of thinks it's his father. Yeah, because Tilk Bot knows no better. Um, and, and, yeah. So on to the episode. And because they don't trust Kenneth, because they clearly know that he's, you know, an asshole. Right. Um, they didn't tell him that SG-1 is showing up with the Gould mothership. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so they, the team rings in, plus Jacob. And Jack just uh, wants to make sure they're not parked in a red zone. <laughs> yeah. I do love his... It's not like, hey, we have this really cool thing. It's no, <laughs> not that we expected anything serious from him, but it's his, just his approach. Like, thank goodness everyone is as smart as they are. Yes. Because otherwise it'd be like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> his jokes would die all the time with their lesser mortals or <laughs> Tokras. And then that's like this the shortest cold open in the world. Yeah. Because it's on the credits right there. <laughs> yeah. When we come back, uh, Jacob and Teal'c are having a walk and talk. Lots of walk and talks this yeah, episode. I'm telling you, it's the AKA the Aaron Sorkin one. <laughs> <laughs> because this is such an Aaron Sorkin strip, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Poor. Well, at least news. No, Sports Night's been on at this point. 
That's true. Yeah. yeah. And they, I mean, you know, it's the original of The Walking Can we Dog. talk about how awesome it would be, though, if Aaron Sorkin did a sci-fi show? Oh. Let's all just take a minute and think about that. Okay. Just take a moment and think about uh, intergalactic politics. Yes. And oh, we're done. So good. Okay. <laughs> Actually, I think West Wing may have already started at this point. <laughs> yeah. I can't remember. I'm a huge West Wing fan. I can't remember West what year Wing, it started. Uh, yes, West Wing did start because I can tell you this, and I'm going to age myself. Um, our my senior um, high school AP government teacher yeah. made us watch West Wing for okay. extra credit, okay. and that was in '99. Okay, gotcha. So definitely. Yeah, I couldn't yeah. remember what year it technically started yeah. in. I just know I've seen every episode multiple <laughs> times. Uh, seven billion. Seven times. billion times. <laughs> so we come back. Uh, they're having their walk and talk. Jacob and Teal'c. Um, and Jacob's like, well, we're fairly sure Tanith is non them because, you know, like, we know who he is. Like, that's all right. we have to say. Like, yeah. we know what's going on. Um, can I just say it would be really hard for, like, the, uh, are all the Toker on board with this lying to Tanith deal? Yeah, there must be some that have no idea. They're like, what's going on? But then, like, they technically, like, accidentally sneak something, like, mention something to Tanith, and no one, like, do they yeah. have... Hey, it's a full Turk. No, Tanith, we're not having a meeting. We're just having lunch. We've just organically gathered. We genuinely (laughs) just don't like who you are as a person. It has nothing to do with the fact that you're selling our secrets to. Oh fuck! I damn it! God damn it! (laughs) Yeah, maybe it's got. Yeah, he's got all this anxiety, like high school girl anxiety. (laughs) It's like, why does everybody like me? I don't have any friends. Like, cause you're a douche. A douche. Yeah. <laughs> also, Jack clarifies very clearly that Jack is loaning them the mothership. Yeah. <laughs> and this tra- that this in the one that he got in this trade deal. Yeah. <laughs> also, I should I said think I said Jacob and Teal having the walk talk. It's Jack and Jacob. Yeah. I put the wrong name the in my notes. The Jays. Anyways, uh, Jacob really doesn't care whose goddamn ship it is. Yeah. Uh, you know, basically the plan is is they're gonna take the Stargate off Vorash. Mm-hmm. They're going to plop it on the mothership. They're going to fly it to a new planet, drop the gate off there, because then they can be on a planet that's off the ghoul right. map, if yeah. you will, and they can set up a more permanent uh, Hoth-style base. Yeah. <laughs> I'm assuming they're going to a Hoth yeah. here. Th- no, that assuming. makes sense. They're like, you know, I could use some snow. Use some like snow. a lot of snow. Just like just lot. massive <laughs> amounts of deadly snow. <laughs> to be fair, is it weird that in all of Star Wars, it's actually the planet I wanted to go to it most? Is, because Nixie burns in sun. <laughs> I Nixie really is wanted part to go vampire. Like, <laughs> I just really wanted to ride a tauntaun. Because it felt like home. <laughs> I really wanted to go ride a tauntaun, and actually I, I have that Think Geek exclusive tauntaun sleeping bag. Yes. No, I, I think, you know, when you're little, the things that hit home are the ones that you like, because Probably. I was all about that Ewok forest. I will say the Ewok forest. I was Simon. all about it. I never liked Ewoks, but I really liked their village. Yeah. Well, I, because basically, again, that was home. So <laughs> I was like, like all for it. Yeah. Again, to go off on a tangent, because we never do it on this podcast. Never. Like, Ewoks eat people. Yeah. They're not as cute and fuzzy as They're not as these cute. They, they, they wanted to eat them for dinner. Yeah. Until C-3PO Like, so I was like, why are you, why did everyone think these were cute? Like, they were caring. We were all distracted by how great (laughs) Princess Leia looked. She did look really amazing. What's going on? 
She or looked like in really her amazing. kind of nighty, not really nighty, yeah. fancy dress, <laughs> fancy sleeping gown. I just wanted my hair like that. You know, anyway, right. um, although so, Anne Leah was my favorite. That's true. Continues to be my favorite. I see. I like the Hoth braids. Oh yeah, which I guess are very similar to the line speeder braids. Yeah, they're not that different. Those um, are like her battle braids. They're battle braids. <laughs> Try to do this. Not to be confused times. with battle totes or battle bots. <laughs> the battle braids. Anyways, back to Stargate. Uh, they're so basically um, as useful as Tanith has been to the Tokra. They just can't afford risking him knowing where Hoth is going to be, so they have a little surprise for him. So they head into the council room. Tanith is there. He's a little surprised at Jack's new ride. And Jack's like, well, it's a little rusty, but it's got some zip. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Jack says, well, we got it in a, we got it in a sort of trade deal. Yeah. <laughs> Cronus gave us the ship and then we killed him. Yeah. We traded. He it's, traded was his a really, life for no ship. It's a really great trade. It worked yeah. really well for us. Uh-huh. We got to steal his ship and kill him. Um, and then yes. Selmak shares the plans for the ship, the whole moving, mm-hmm. the whole base. And Tannis is a little annoyed because he was excluded from the plan. And then Teal'c, like, gives no fucks. He's like, yeah, that's because we didn't want you to tell Apophis of our deal. Yeah. This is where Teal'c mic drops. Yeah. And it's like, because of mic drop reasons. And then Selmak's like, yeah, because we've known you've been, like, a double agent all along. Yeah. And Tanith denies it for about half a second? Yeah, I think he started to, his initial instinct was to deny it, and then he kind of did a, a room check and was like, oh, I'm going to die. <laughs> All right, yeah, you're right. I'm out. I'm out. I did it. I did yeah. it. Yeah. He was about to roll for initiative, and he's like, nope, this nope. is when we retreat. Yeah. We retreat now. Because knowing me, I will no- roll yeah. a natural this zero. Is gonna, this is going to, this is part one. No can't matter roll what I do, I'm going to die. A natural one. You can't roll a zero. Tanith would roll a zero. To be fair, I guess. Yes, you could roll a dice and then like your dog eats it as it rolls and then it would be a zero. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Is that how you roll? Or you could have like negative modifiers. <laughs> oh, that is roll. true. That is true. Okay, so you can roll a zero. Thank Boom. you. Um, I've played D&D before, guys. I yeah. swear. Anyway. Maybe not an initiative, but we won't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he's, he dies for like half a second, and then he is stopped leaving the room and tells, he's like, well, you'll never escape, and the system lords will hunt you down to the ends of the galaxy, and Jack's like, he's a living cliche. Yeah. Stop clicheing all yeah. over this room. Yeah. Only I'm allowed to do that. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so some point later, Teal goes to meet Tanith in his cell. And Teal'c is not there out of kindness. Yeah. He is here to deliver his sentence as decreed by the Tok'ra. Mm. Uh, he is to be taken out of his host, Hebron, and left on Vorash. Hopefully he'll die before Apophis figures out how he was used by the Tok'ra. Otherwise, Apophis will give him a really nice death. Yeah. Um, so cool. So cool of a death. So cool of a death. Uh, and Tanith starts trying to goad Teal'c. He's like, well, I'm fairly sure you'd prefer to kill me yourself just because, like, I killed Shawnak. Yeah. And Teal'c's like, yeah, I'm smarter than you, bro. Teal's like, I'm far too much of a badass to be shaken by your silly little taunts. Um, yeah, he's like... Because I'm Teal'c and I'm amazing. Instead, he reminds Tanith all the good that came out of manipulating yeah. him. How the Telkrav moved freely through Ghoul territory, rescuing and freeing hundreds of lives, were saved. <laughs> uh, Tanith's like, yeah, well, it's not going to last long. Uh, you're, you're all going to fall and die under the system lords. 
Tilt's like, yeah, but you're not going to be there to help him. Yeah. And you'll just get added to the list of the false gods I've personally watched die, like <laughs> Sokar and Seth and Hathor and Harer and Cronus and, I mean, Apophis too. All notches on like, his bedpost, Apophis too. He did technically watch Apophis die. Yeah. And then he came back. That's a whole other story. But we're not going to talk about that part. Uh, Tanith again tries goading Teal'c with, like, Shawnak talk, but no, it's not going to work. And he moves in, and you know it's creepy when Teal'c does this. Moves in, like, gleefully whispers in Tanith's ear. He's like, apparently the extraction process is extru- excruciatingly painful. This is the part where you're like, oh, fuck. Yeah. Too bad. He's like, I don't want to take the fun away from that. And he leaves. Yeah. <laughs> So Jacob and Jack are on the the mothership in another walk and talk. They're uh, they're packing up the the Tokra moving ship, and I'm calling this their moving company. Two guys, a girl, and the Jaffa. I like it. <laughs> Maybe the, the subtitle of the two episode. Two guys, a girl, and the Jaffa. Yeah. Two guys, a girl, and the Jaffa. <laughs> Aka, yeah. Which, by the way, two guys and girls. Which one does Brian Reynolds play? <laughs> Brian Reynolds plays Jack. Yeah, I like that. Because uh, Nathan Fillion is gonna play Daniel. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But I'm like, this isn't a super underrated sitcom, and I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. It needs to be, because now I really want to watch The Guys and Girls Pizza I completely forgot that Nathan Fillion was in that. Yeah, so does everyone. Yeah. People that, forget that, that Ryan Reynolds was in it. Like, you have Ryan Reynolds and Nathan Fillion on the screen I at do the remember, same time. I think that's when my love for Ryan Reynolds started, and then he did, um... He did a, was it, was it Green Lantern that he did that was like, what the... Oh, mine was Blade Trinity. Oh, see, I just never bothered. I never bothered with the Blade movies. Oh, I don't know. I don't like the other Blade films. Oh, okay. It's just Blade Trinity. Nice. We, well, I have that. We'll watch it. Yeah, let's do it. Let's just say that that's where my love of Ryan Reynolds came <laughs> in. Because he's basically playing Deadpool in that film. Yeah, that makes sense. He's really basically just playing a a non-scarred Deadpool in that film. Gotcha. He was just warming up. Which actually, if I remember correctly, hearing stories like that's where that's when it, they started trying to make the Deadpool film is ah. from from Blade Trinity. Like he was specifically playing that. Yeah. As if he was. Uh, that just blinked on his real name, Deadpool's real name. That's okay, we'll come back to it that. It doesn't matter, because he doesn't have, he it doesn't, doesn't matter. matter. Anyways, uh, Jacob says he's there to oversee the relocation of the Tokra base. He's like, why are you here again, Jack? And Jack's like, look, <laughs> I'm not letting Earth's big fat asset out of his sight, uh, because the engineers and the scientists at home would kill Jack. <laughs> <laughs> if he loses or damages this thing before they get their hands on it. <laughs> They're literally at home just drooling <laughs> over being able to get their hands on this ship. Wade Wilson. Wade Wilson, I thank you. I knew it was Wade, and I was like, I, know. I, I don't know why. I, I knew all the, fa- all, the, all the people <laughs> listening to this were, like, screaming. Yeah. Brother Matt was, like, screaming yeah, at the just, thing that we couldn't remember Wade. Completely. I know. <laughs> We've lost all our comic so it's cred. it's just Marvel. It's not DC, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I like Marvel. I know, that's, I'm not gonna, I'm gonna stop trying to start wars. Well, I'm not, listen, I'm not a war. Like, I have a lot of fans that are DC more. Yeah. I grew up reading a lot of X-Men. Well, so that's, that's the thing, so. I grew up with the X-Men, and now I'm kind of a DC person as yeah. an adult. I'm a Wonder Woman on DC side. There you go. Boom. And. I mean, Zatanna and is Jason, my girl. And Jace Momoa is Aquaman. I liked Aquaman way before Jason Let's Momoa. Let's just think about that for a second. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone stop and take a sip of their drink of choice. Ready? <sighs> okay. And we're back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, so This episode is brought to you by Long Pause. <laughs> <laughs> 
featuring. Well, to be fair, we again, Jason Momoa is on Stargate. That's true. How close are we to that? Not close at all. Damn it. <laughs> We're like two years away from starting Atlantis, and you have a complete season no. you have to get through before you get to Jason Momoa. <laughs> we cannot jump ahead. I'm so sad, though. Just think of how wonderful of a treat is it's going to be after a long wait when you finally get Jason Momoa. I don't know how to have goals. We're just going to have an entire episode just I am a child of my decade. (laughs) (laughs) I want instant gratification. Where's my gold star? Jacob reminds Jack what happened to the Death Glider and, like, how awesomely that turned out and how it didn't turn out at all because then you got, like, lost in space. Remember that time that you almost died and there was a robot? And they made a bad film about it? (laughs) (laughs) Danger! Danger! I don't know why he turned into, like, a 60s flaming, like, flamboyant man. Danger! Um, anyways, <laughs> Jacob's like, it would really be better to leave this mothership here with the Tok'ra. And Jack's like, um, n- no. <laughs> no. That's, it's my no. toy. You can't have it. My, I've can, licked it already. It's mine. You can mine. look at it, but you can't have it. <laughs> I've licked everything. I just, just licked going down the hallway. Um, to be fair, I don't doubt that Jack would have licked that. Yeah. Anyways, but it's, it's dangerous, Jacob's like. And Jack's like, well... We were smart enough to steal it in the first place. You guys didn't. So, <laughs> and they get to this really interesting little debate where Jack's like, you know, look, the Tok'ra have been around for what, like 2,000 years? How many system lords have you guys taken out? Yeah, that's true. Which is a point. But then Jacob's like, yeah. Counterpoint. But while you've been killing those individual Gould, like the universe has gotten shittier. Because you're picking them off one by one. Yeah. We're just getting more warlords and more chaos. So now, if you think about it, think that thought through. So, is the Turco's plan to just annihilate all of them at once? Yeah, and Jacob gets into this. So uh-huh. he's like, and, and first Jack's like, well, at least we're doing something. Mm-hmm. Um, but Jacob's like, look, the Tok'ra are doing something as well. They're just thinking long term. Yeah. They want to keep all of the system lords fighting with each other, taking each other out, and then they're working on a plan to take all the system lords out in one go. Yeah. Um, and Jacob leaves and Jack looks around because he's now lost. <laughs> because they've in been space. walking and he's, they are in space. Well, yeah, they're in space. <laughs> I can just, like, I can just, Jack, just sitting there. He's and, like, like, they've been walking around and, and Jacob leaves and is like, I don't. It's kind of like when you leave the parking lot to some huge event and yeah. you're, like, super excited and you're like, Fuck, where were we part? I don't remember what row we were in. I mean, it felt like it was this row, but I don't what know. What floor were we on? What color is our car? Are we in your car or my car? What? That's yeah. always a fun one, too. Or if you're going somewhere and you've had a rent a car. Like, yeah. What, what did you make was our car? <laughs> Do you remember what it looks like? Was it a van? Was it blue? Was I it think it was coke? blue. It was definitely blue. It was definitely was blue. Was it green? Yeah, it was definitely blue. Green? <laughs> So yeah, Jack's like lost. Yeah, done. <laughs> and I just love the idea. He's like, "Can someone tell me where oh, I am? I need a map. You are here, map. <laughs> <laughs> uh, where am I? What am I?" So Tanith walks up to the guards in his cell and he tells them that he's not going to let them separate him from the host. And if Tanith dies, he's going to take Hebron with him. And then he collapses, like because he's giving Hebron a seizure. <laughs> um and and the guards are smart in not lowering the shields because 
assuming Tanith is playing them. But then some other some other Tokra comes around and is like, why we load the shields yet? We can't let Hebron die. Yeah. And so the guards go in, check to see if he's dead, and then Tanith just starts choking out the yeah. guard yeah. because the guards are being smart here. Stinking guards. In the con- in the council room. It just seems crazy to me that, that the Tokra would be so dumb. Yeah, it's so invested <laughs> in keeping a guy alive. Like, at that point, yeah. you signed up for this. It if is. If it is the fan, you're dead. And I think it's... You're not going to... You're not going to be saving the the toke or the, the um, symbiote the, at all. Yeah. And so, yeah, I can't imagine why it's, there's not, like, some written-up contract of, like, hey, if we have to sacrifice you, you're going to be sacrificed. Guys, it's time to reconsider your rules, Tokra. Yeah. It really is. I mean, I guess I can see because they have complete assumption that, you know, the host it still has say in things, so if they're ever going to have to sacrifice them, they can make the call right. to go. Right, But still, like... Or, or they should all have some sort of, like, self-destruct thing. Like, where's your magic pill that you take to die? Well, then, I mean, Tans is just going to get rid of that pill as soon as you start. Well, yeah, that's true. But anyways, like, the it's a little... Yeah. Hebron, it's a little plot device. Yeah, it is. <laughs> anyways, so... In the council room, we see that they finished loading all the supplies, and now it's time to start loading up all the people. Mm-hmm. Um, when the alarm goes off and Jacob runs in going, Tanith has escaped. Who we see then running on the planet surface um, of Tatooine and digging. <laughs> uh, and and digging because to continue the Star Wars planet. Oh, yeah. Um, he starts digging by a marker for a little ghoul, t- mm, ghoul TV <laughs> device he's hidden there. Yeah. Uh, and Teal is cool if in the reflection of the little like gold TV device. You see like some droids just running around <laughs> behind him. Well, no, that's in the next scene when oh, Teal gotcha. is combing the desert. <laughs> I'm resisting. Comb the desert. Quoting spaceballs here. I, I'm gonna share a story <laughs> that I shared in the 1.0 recording, but it bears repeating. That when I first saw spaceballs, I was a very <laughs> tiny child learning English, and they said comb the desert, and I. And they combed the desert with yeah. a comb. And I was like, I don't understand why that's funny. That's a comb. That's what combs do. Oh, this word has other meanings? What do you mean? Words in English mean lots of things depending on where you say them in a sentence. What does that mean? I don't understand this concept. This is very complicated. Why are we here? <laughs> Fuck this language. Why can't I just very be Very much so. Why is this language so popular? It's really <laughs> fucked up, <Yeah>. guys. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. English is really fucked up. Uh, <laughs> anyways, this is basically just a space ball scene um, on Tatooine. And uh, he hasn't... So, he's Tilt figures that Tanith hasn't gone through the Stargate. It's super heavily guarded. Oh, Jack said this. He's super heavily guarded. Um, but, you know, so is Tanith in his cell... No offense to the two extra Tokra who are sitting with them. Yeah. <laughs> um, he's like, look, we'll find him. He has no water. The symbiote can help him I'll stay alive for a little bit, but it's a giant. It's like a giant planet-wide desert. <laughs> yeah. So Jack heads back into the tunnels with some Gould, and in a wonderful scene, he's like, how do you guys know where to 
dance for the rings. <laughs> yeah. I'm just asking. That was improv. I'm asking for the future of this episode. Do you think he thought that at that point the cameras were rolling? <laughs> <laughs> and I love that Tuker are like, I don't have a line here. Do you have a line here? Yeah, why are you still talking? I don't know what the answer to that is. It's not Dude, I the think scripts. they yelled cut already. <laughs> Didn't you hear them? So Daniel's there when they <laughs> ring down and Teal'c is still up there looking. Daniel's like, hasn't it been hours <laughs> And Jack's like, yeah, it's like a Jaffa revenge thing. Yeah. Jaffa Venge. Jaffa Venge. is a band name. It's a now. French punk industrial band? I was thinking German punk industrial. Oh, like German uh, metal? Yeah. Yes. Jaffa Venge. Jaffa Venge. Yeah. So in the and concert room. hit Creep. <laughs> <laughs> and they're hit single Creep. Creep. <laughs> well, they just yell yeah, yeah, the same word over and over. They just yell it. Uh, <laughs> this episode brought to you by Industrial German Pub. So um, in the council room, Tanith has been busy, Jacob tells them. Apophis already has her position, has an attack fleet being assembled, and they're only a day out. The ships, they're not going to be fast enough to get there all out, so they're going to have to send people through the gate. Mm. So Jacob and Sam have a new plan. If it works, they'll take out a significant part of Apophis' fleet as well. Sam activates a little holographic sun. It is Forash's sun. And then Sam and Jacob decide explain their theory. They want to blow up the sun. That's a thing. To which the two boys say together, that's ambitious. <laughs> Can you just... I just want to know how they got to, let's blow up a sun. Because you got Sam <laughs> and her incredibly just as smart dad. They, so they probably had the same flaws as, as well as the same strengths. Meaning that they get carried away with things. The ultimate father-daughter experiment. Time. Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like there was no one here to tell them, maybe don't blow up the garage. <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Maybe stop. Right? And so they're like, yeah, we'll just blow up the sun. And it sounds like something like Rick and Morty when I do. Let's just yeah. blow up the sun, well, guys. Well, can you heart, like, do you imagine that these are the things, like, and, like that kind of help the marriage come apart? <laughs> or we don't know where Sam's mom is, but, but this one of is the things true. that she dealt with, <laughs> where she kind of was just keeping them well, alive all the time. I don't think Jacob was as sciencey before Selma. That's fair. Like, I don't think, I fully But think, I imagine the desire to just do shit yes. was there. Oh, I think he still, I think he had more of a mechanical brain. I, to me, this is, it just reminds me of the time that we were playing baseball outside with my dad and my mom kept yelling at us because we were too close to the house <laughs> and then a window was broken and it may or may not have been my dad who broke the window. <laughs> the question is, is he blaming on you kids or not? No, no, no. We ran inside and blamed him before that could happen. Oh, we were smart and self-preserving. We're like, you're on your own, dad. You did it. <laughs> Um, <laughs> she can't ground you. Yeah. Well, she can, but that's yeah, a whole other story. We don't story. understand that. We don't understand how that <laughs> yeah. works. We're children. Yeah. Nor do we want to. Why are you sleeping on the couch? So <laughs> Sam explains that every star, she does a little my science segment here. Mm-hmm. She explains that every star is a delicate balance between the explosive force of the fusion in the core mm-hmm. 
And the um, she the gives mess, us a science according to Sam. She does. She gives a science according to Sam. Um, which so the, the the explosive force in the core wants to explode outwards, mm-hmm. and the gravity of the, the the sun, the mass of the sun, wants to crush it into a little tiny ball. So you have the 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 in force and the out force that make a little equilibrium there. Mm-hmm. And they can disrupt that by say removing some of the mass of the star. They create an artificial supernova, and the blast would travel out at the speed of light, destroying everything in the system in minutes. Ta-da! So, to remove the mass uh-huh. of the star, they'll take a stargate, <laughs> dial the planet with a black hole from a couple seasons ago, and throw it into the sun. That sounds like a great idea. <laughs> We're going to activate a black hole. And the sun's gravity. Throw shit at it. We're going to piss off a black hole. And then everything will be great. The sun's gravity is going to pull in the stargate that's connected to a black hole. And the mass will pour through it like water through a fire hose. Yeah. And while while the planet that the Stargate was on around the black hole was probably destroyed, it takes a while for the crumbs of the planet to get to the black hole, so the Stargate's just floating in space. Sure. The Togra Council has already approved this batshit plan, but it's an Earth ship, so it's Jack's call in the (laughs) end. So yeah, so yeah, Jack, can we piss off a black hole? <laughs> can we just... And throw things at it? Can we poke the black hole? It's gonna be real fun. Well, technically, you're throwing the black hole at things. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Uh, and and if it doesn't work, they'll just hightail it out of the system. And Jack's like, oh, okay. Sure. Okay. So, blowing up a sun. <laughs> I don't know if this plan's gonna go quite as it does in the yeah. episode. Um... The plan is to suck up enough mass for the sun to go supernova, which is the part I'm like, oh, it's going to work, guys. <laughs> because it's having too much mass that normally triggers the supernova. So okay. when when it's, it's when a star burns most of its fuel to get to its core, and so the core does not have the... Um, that the, the amount of explosive force, the... the, the, the explosions in its core. It's used up all its fuel, so the fire at the center gets dimmer, so that the gravity of the star takes over and, like, blows it up. Um, And so, like, if you remove a bunch of mass of the star... (laughs) So basically, the blowing up is is star diarrhea. Yes, So you have to need enough garbage to get the upset tummy. Yeah. And so, like, if you're not dense enough, there's not enough in there. But it's... And so I guess okay. she's okay. trying to, like, take, like, enough you're of welcome. the mass <laughs> of the outside so that the explosion at the center is more powerful okay. and it doesn't have the mass to hold it in. But again, I don't know if, like, the amount of mass of this this wormhole through a Stargate... Because it's still... You can only fit so much shit through the Stargate at one time. Right, right. So, okay, if you can get the Stargate to the center of the star... You're gonna bottleneck that poor Exactly! Yeah. If you can get the Stargate to the center of the star and remove a whole chunk of it, like, suddenly, then maybe you'd create a vacuum, and Mm. it would cause the stuff around, like, the rest of the sun to collapse into it. But, like, if the sun suddenly lost a bunch of mass, I can imagine it would actually cool... Because even if you eat a bunch of stuff on the outside, then you're taking the fuel for the center of the star. 
And it's much more likely to turn it, I think, to a red giant, which would cause the same effect. Like, it would it would expand outwards, but it's not going to expand out at the speed of light. Okay. okay. Uh, you'd, like, be able to see it coming and get out of the way. So... And, and something like that would affect the gravity for the whole system. Like, red giants are, like, ten times larger than the original suns. Our sun is going to turn into a red giant. Okay. Um, and and the other thing is, they, they I think they say here that Vorash's sun is about, like, souls. Soul is not going to supernova. Got it. Soul is not large enough to supernova. <laughs> Soul is going to, like, red giant. It's basically just going to burn all of its fuel and then slowly cool down and expand. So it's just gonna get bigger and bigger, and then we're all gonna freeze. Exactly. That'll be um, fun. It'll, it'll the red giant will eat us first. Oh, good. Yeah, don't worry, we'll yeah. be dead. Um. <laughs> so here's my theory of what's actually happening. Okay. They don't have to be connected to a black hole, I don't think, mm-hmm. because a stargate is still made of metal. Like it's not some super like, super thing that can survive the center of a sun. That's true. It's Naquita. Like, a stargate's made of Naquita. And if we've seen anything, we've seen that Naquita is highly explosive. Yeah. It blows shit up. <laughs> it blows shit up because if they have a problem, they throw a Naquita bomb at it. That's what you do when you have a lot of Naquita. So I think the stargate here is just acting it's like... like when you find a new seasoning that you love. Yeah, it's you like, throw it on everything. Let's put some Naquita on that. Uh, it's gonna taste amazing. That would be the, uh, there's a garlic mix from Costco. <laughs> That's what we throw I'm all about in. smoked paprika right now. I, well, I've been at that for years. That goes, that's an automatic. Uh, anyway, so I think what they're doing is just throwing a Naquita bomb. <laughs> yeah. At the sun. Yep. Because eventually it's going to melt before it gets very far into the How sun. very, like, American of them. Yeah. <laughs> throw a bomb at Let's it. Just throw a bomb at it. So Can I kill it? That's what my theory is. Is I don't know if they're doing the whole... <laughs> that, to me, makes more sense that the Stargate turns into a giant bomb and then <laughs> reacts with the rest of the sun to cause a supernova, more so than a black hole eats blow it up. Yeah. Either so, way, the sun's going to explode. Yeah. It's going to go boom. Sun's blow. Sun's explosion. Yeah. So that sounds like an awful '90s drink. <laughs> it does. Like a sun explosion. Get it in your face. It's like what's in the fridge? Oh, no, I got some pink stuff. Yeah, some milk. Stuff. Gross. <gasps> oh, sun explosion. Sun explosion. Do they still make sunny D? Yeah, they do. <gasps> I wonder what it tastes like as adults. Disgusting. We should do it. Not that I've experienced. Should put vodka. It, in it tastes like sugar. <laughs> it's just colored sugar water. Vodka. If you look at it, D. there's like no juice in This is happening. <laughs> there's like no juice in Sunny Vodka D. Vodka D. <laughs> <laughs> that could happen. Or, or Sunny V? We might, we might have to do that for a future podcast. I like it. Be our drink of choice. <laughs> sunny it's a, or you in the morning, it's a morning drink. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> it's a version of a screwdriver. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> a sunny screw, if you will. <laughs> it's called a sunny screw. Ta-da, we did it. Brought to you by the Topra. <laughs> Brought to you by <laughs> Sam and Jacob. Yeah, that is a, some fucked up shit that they would make up, too. <laughs> I mean, they're blowing up suns. 
You know, that's what they're drinking. I've made up my mind. Okay. So Daniel then comes to have a little heart-to-heart with Teal'c. Uh, Teal'c knows of the change in plans. He has great confidence in both Selmac and Sam. Mind you, he says Selmac and Sam and not Jacob and Sam. Yeah. But that's fine. But we're not going to go into that. He doesn't yeah. have the confidence in Jacob, just in Selmac. <laughs> but twice, Teal'c has let Tanith get away and failed Shamak. Mm-hmm. And Daniel's like... No, no, yeah. no, you let Tanith live so the Tok'ra could use him. Yes. And they're about to destroy the greatest gold fleet ever assembled. Mm-hmm. And he looks like, yeah, it's going to be a great victory, but wouldn't you trade all of that for the opportunity to crush the life from Apophis yourself after what he did to Sharae? <laughs> well, now. And Daniel's like, well, yeah, uh... I've dreamed about that many times, um, but, you know, if there's a more rational option, I'd take it. And he looks like, yeah, I won't. (laughs) (laughs) Which I I believe from both of them. Yep, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, uh, Daniel is one to to work on on finding the peace within. Yes. Whereas Teal's like, must kill thing, feel better now. Exactly. I yeah. think Daniel's very much like, I know how the equilibrium of the galaxy will, yeah. like, I, st- I still get the satisfaction something horrible's happened to him. The end. And Teal's just like, I want to kill him myself. I want to see the life bleed from his I eyes. I want to take him like the mountain <laughs> and crush his eyeballs in. I know that nobody's seen, re- seen this show yet. I know it hasn't been created. I know. Uh, this is... But listen. Spoiler warning I'm for the second season of... <laughs> third Game season of, of Game, Game of Thrones. Thrones. Yeah. Stop listening now. I want to crush his <laughs> eyeballs... <laughs> Until they pop out of his skull. And Teal'c would. Yeah. Teal'c would. He could. Who would win? The mountain <gasps> or Teal'c? Damn. Is Teal'c allowed to use his staff weapon? I would, they did. They were allowed to use weapons. And yeah. we're talking about the mountain. Early mountain. Spoilers. Early mountain. Early mountain. We're horrible with spoilers for the show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to the spoiler cast. Um, I think Teal'c would take them. I have a hunch he would too. Yeah. Now, because if you think about it, Oberon basically had him. Oberon did have him, and he, he just got gloaty. Yeah, and Teal'c's not one to get gloaty. No, Teal'c's not one to get gloaty. Yeah. Alrighty, so back on the mothership, the last Toker has been evacuated, and Sam says they have the Stargate up on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, Jack sees a throne and does what any of us would do. He jumps up and calls shotgun! <laughs> I am the... Speaking of thrones. <laughs> I am the king of all seven kingdoms in the world. <laughs> And galaxies. I kind of really want to see the 100 team. 100 years, forever, never. I just kind of really want to see the team in, Star- like, Westeros now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Jacob ignores him because he ignores him. And the fleet's going to be here in 68 minutes because we had originally 69 in the script and we just had to knock it down by <laughs> one. <laughs> And <laughs> <You're sorry>. <laughs> <laughs> their timing has to be spot on for this to work, and Apophis shouldn't be able to detect anything until it's too late. Mm. So in the cargo hold, Jacob calls down to Sam that they're in place, and they confidently, like, they conveniently have a remote dialing controls for the Stargate. Yeah, he just keeps um, spares, you know. Wh- what? It's like okay. a USB cable. And the, and <laughs> the Stargate has its own little room. Sure. Oh, these are okay. things. Sure. These are real things. Okay. Um, so dialing the black hole works, and Sam activates the force field around the gate, and Sam lets a little sigh, and Jack's <laughs> like, is there, is there something wrong? And Sam's like, no, I just, I just haven't blown up a sun before. Yeah. And Jack's like, well, the first one's always the hardest. <laughs> they, they say that. 
<laughs> He's being dirty. <laughs> I'm done. I just love how Sam's like, I'm, I'm about 12 to, years I'm old. about to blow up a sun. Yeah. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, so Sam releases the gate, and from the outside, we see it just gracefully drifting away. Aww. It has some thrusters on it. Does yeah. a couple somersaults. It makes I'm a little sad for it. It's, it's like, goodbye, little Stargate. You're gonna die now. You were a good little Stargate. You're a good Stargate. Loved you. So Jacob announces it's on its way. It's time to go. And suddenly a scout ship decloaks and starts firing at the mothership. They got bamboozled. Yeah. Bamboozled! Um... So Jacob suddenly, like, actually has to tell Teal to go to the weapons, which Teal would already be there, whatever. Teal's, like, been there. But like, it's cool. Yeah. Like, it's a Transformers con- weapons control <laughs> that comes out of the floor. Like if were any bit disgruntled that when Jacob said go to the weapons, you'd be like, oh, really? Go to the fucking weapons? You think so? Because that's how I would have reacted. No fucking shit go to the weapons. What do you think I'm doing? It's my job. Um, Wasn't well, you supposed to be here today? <laughs> this was my vacation. Yeah. <laughs> um, and the shields, like, the shields are already down. The ship has just, like, lightning hit wherever it needs to hit. Yeah. Um, or the ship has really shitty shields. Like, yeah. it's taken them down, like, 20 yeah. seconds. The shields were like, I'm sorry. Just take us. We don't want me in this. We don't know why we're shields. We have a lot of anxiety. Jacob <laughs> says it can't be Apophis. It's just too soon. And Tuke yeah. starts firing back and misses because the ship is so quick, um, <laughs> which I call bullshit. I think the targeting computers are off. Yeah. So now um, it's the ship has already taken down the main power and the hyperdrive. And we have no clue whose ship this is. And they're sitting ducks. Dun, dun, dun. With the sun flying to go supernova anytime now. Yeah. Well, not anytime. There's an exact time. Sam has an exact to the second time of when yeah. this somehow yeah. calculated. Cal- Calculate that. Because you can do that. So, you know, what what to do? Well, the ship does have gliders. So Jack and Teal'c are going to go check out the gliders. Mm. Um, so Jack and Teal'c fly out in a glider. They have superior maneuverability. But the Al-Kesh, which, by the way, that is the name of the ship. The Al-Kesh is, oh. like, between, in scale-wise, between the mothership and the little cargo ship that we see. Okay. You okay. know, there's still multiple decks... Got it. It's not as big as a mothership, but it's a lot bigger than the thing we're on. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, well, in the glider. Like, it's glider, that cargo one that we see, which I forget the name of. People are yelling at me. Mm-hmm. Elkesh, mothership. And then we see soon Apash's... Uh, Apash's? Apash's. Uh, Apophis's, I'm calling it the motherfucking ship. <laughs> yeah. It's bigger than the mothership. Exactly. Got it. So... Um, they arrive at the ship. It's damaged. They and it's just kind of floating in space. They prepare to put it out of its misery when suddenly its engine starts off and it flies off. Yay! And Jacob's like, "Just let them go." And Teal'c's like, "No, not that. Not happening. no." It's heading towards Vorash, and Teal just goes after it. And and Jack's like, "Um, Teal'c, can can we talk about this?" <laughs> and uh, he's like, "Well, we can't. It's going to Vorash." It's probably going to go to Kit Tanith. Like, we can't let them escape. Mm-hmm. And uh, and Jack's like, so I guess we're going after them, guys. Mm-hmm. We'll be back soon. I don't, I can't, gotta go now. And Daniel tells Jacob, it's a, it's a Jaffa Venge thing. Yeah, yeah. Jaffa Venge. Jaffa Venge. It's German industrial punk. Yeah. So Sam explains, <laughs> like, you only have an hour yeah. at this point. Um, Jack's like, don't relax. We'll be back in plenty of time, right, Tilk? <laughs> we'll be back in plenty... Help me, I'm scared. But, <laughs> hey, pal. He's like, oh, God. 
Yeah. And Teal's like, nope. This is don't even This is a thing now. now. This is me now. I live here now. So Jacob needs help with the hyperdrive, so he takes Sam and leaves Daniel in charge of the Peltac, which is a sh- the bridge. Yeah. Uh, which, oh, no. And and Daniel's like, what What do I, what do I help do? Me. And I he's like, we'll be drive. in touch. Don't worry. I don't know how to drive stick. <laughs> so the glider comes into range of the Elkesh. Weapons are locked. Here they go. They exchange weapon fire over Vorash. Mm. On the planet, we see Tanith just walking along, just chilling. <laughs> Just doing his thing. Um, by the way, we're now on Jakku instead of gotcha. Tatooine, which you'll see why in a second. Okay. Seeing the Alakash coming straight for him <laughs> with a glider right behind it firing, uh, Teal literally is just like eyes locked on Tanith on the planet. Yeah. The Alakash explodes, Tanith runs as Jack's like, pull up, pull up, and Mayday's back to the mothership yeah. and tells Daniel they are so going in. So Jacob and Sam have the main power back online. Uh, weapons and shields, but the control circuit for the hyperdrive is fried, so they're going to have to reroute it through secondary systems and have to work fast to get it done. Okay. So Daniel calls down that he got a mayday from Jack, but he lost the transmission and has no clue what the fuck's going on. So <laughs> they only have sublight drive, and Jacob is the only one who can who has his gold mothership driver's license <laughs> since Silk's gone. Yeah. So yeah. <laughs> I mean, Daniel doesn't even have his his. He's uh, not even a permit yet. No, he doesn't yeah. even have his permit yet. Yeah, he's got to log a crap ton of hours. I mean, he hasn't even gone to driver training yet. I hated. I hated learning how to drive so badly. I loved our driver training class because the teacher was just like. Just fucking drive. Oh, my excuse was um, I didn't want to control one of the most deadly creations that mankind has ever made. <laughs> I believe that was almost word for word why I didn't want to drive. Aww. <laughs> Very sweet. <laughs> so, yeah. I was like, let's get my ass to San Francisco. Let's go. Yeah, drive that, car. No. Drive car. No, that was the opposite. And I had, they, like, trick me into driving. Oh, you want to go dance class tonight? Okay, well, you get to drive, or you don't get to go. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, damn it. We are going to push you out of this nest. <laughs> One way or the other. So anyway, Dana doesn't have his permit yet, so, you know, Jacob is the only uh, one who has his mothership driver's license. Um, and uh, so Jacob's going to fly and walk Sam through the repairs and then go rescue Jack and Teal because Sam is not leaving them behind. Mm-hmm. Well, the rest of them aren't either, but Sam's the one that points it out. So on Jakku, Jack and Teal climb out of their crashed glider. Get it? Jakku? Crash glider? <laughs> it's like exactly the scene, guys. <laughs> and Thank then you. a little BBA rolls out right behind them. Yeah. <laughs> well, I figured uh, Jack is Poe. Yes. Yeah, I'm just because okay the that. snark level. I'm, I'm for it. Poe has yeah. some snark to him. Well, the cool factor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. He's got the cool factor. Exactly. And, you know, Teal... Let's all take a minute and think and about Poe. And uh, Take a drink. <laughs> and then, um, and really, Teal'c is a lot like Finn simply because he was, I mean, the Jafar are kind of like the, uh, yeah, the stormtroopers. He's the turned guy. And he turns, so, yeah. yeah so. Oh, wow, yeah, that's true. I hadn't even considered that. So it really is the scene from Force And then Awakens. they make out. Who, <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Finn and Poe or Jack and Teal? Yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I don't for some reason I just don't want to see Jack and Tilt make out I love them both that just doesn't oh I'm not saying it's going to be comfortable <laughs> love isn't always pretty guys 
It just is. <laughs> Alrighty. So they climb out of the crash glider, and according to Jack's calculations, they are in the middle of, let me check where the sun is, nowhere. Oh, fuck nowhere. Yeah. <laughs> Give or take a nowhere or two. So Teal'c assumes that they aren't far from the Tok'ra base. They just have to get there, and they can ring back to the mothership when Sam and Daniel arrive. And Jack's like, that's a lot of assumptions. Yeah. That's like so all much asses. Like you're assuming that you assume that they assume that we're alive, yeah. and you assume that they're coming back, and the assuming that we're near something. And Tim's like, "Want to make a bet?" <laughs> Jack's like, "No." Yeah, I'm I know. I'm happy. For some reason, when you want to bet something, I'm I don't trust you. you. Yeah. <laughs> and and Jack's like, "This is so the last time I help someone move." <laughs> Um, so back on the mothership flight deck, Daniel assumes that they have a problem when there's a big flashing light that's like, warning, warning, <laughs> and gold. And this is where I'm like, Daniel, have you done anything in this episode? Yeah. No. no. He's he's basically sitting there. I, I think he's he's become our conscience this episode. Yeah. Like, why are we doing this? He's why like, are we doing this? Why am I here? I don't know if this is a good oh, idea. Oh, God. Oh, we're all going to die. We're all going to die. <laughs> I don't... What? Is there something for me to translate? Please yeah. let me He's feel like, like I'm doing I something. I do not want, do not want this. I don't want to be and here. Not in my element. I this feels like terrible. This. <laughs> um, but yeah, Apophis is here. <laughs> so we watch them drop out of hyperspace in the motherfucking ship. Yeah. <laughs> uh, which literally makes the mothership look tiny. Yeah. Like, this thing is it's, huge. It is huge. Yeah. He's You're, clearly compensating. He's clearly compensating. He's a little ahead of schedule. Jacob retreats behind the sun to buy them a little more time since Apophis is setting up around Vorash and would easily destroy them before they yeah. could get anywhere close. <laughs> but don't worry, Jacob is not abandoning Jack and Teal'c. Mm-hmm. On Vorash, Jack is remembering... So, you remember that time when I told Hammond that this was a bad idea? He too. Teal'c remembers. And you know how remembers. I said the Tok'ra can get their own goddamn ship because yeah. they don't want they don't want to share with Earth, and why should we share with them? Yeah. Yes, Teal'c remembers. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's exactly what I said. Remember when I said that, Teal'c? Look, I'm not saying I, I told you so. <laughs> I am just asking if you remember and, when I knew things more than you did. And Teal'c's like, um, how long until the sun explodes and this conversation ends? <laughs> because I'm done. It's about 45 minutes. Okay. I just want to know how, how much longer this conversation is yeah, going to last. Yeah, how long this suffering will last. Um, they're like, at least we prevented Tanith from escaping. They at least have that going for <laughs> yeah. them. Mm. Sort of. Because we see a couple yeah. of Apophis' goons transporting down to meet Tanith, who says he has another thing for Apophis to be grateful for. <laughs> On the mothership. Uh, Jacob is walking Sam through the last repair. Hyperdrive is humming and online once again. Yay. So on the planet, Jack and Teal'c should be right around the rings, because I asked the guys how they knew where to find it earlier. When they were like, dude, just look for the the gaff tape on the floor. Yeah, look for (laughs) that. There's a little rock. We we stand at the rock. Yeah. Uh, And suddenly Teal'c is shot in the back by a staff weapon blast and goes down. Yes. Jack, like, half catches him and realizes he has to take cover, starts returning fire, takes cover behind, uh, like, a rock that Jaffa keep firing, and then Jack is hit by a zat from the other side, Mm -hmm. and Jack shoots that guy down as he goes down, and suddenly Tanith is standing over Teal'c. Jack starts firing as the rings are activated, gets at least one shoulder hit on Tanith, and then Tanith and Teal'c are both gone. Yeah. That's That's great. Yeah. That's uh, exactly what we needed. Yep. Exactly. What oh. we didn't need. 
So the Stargate finally enters the sun, which can I just say this effect shot is the scale is, I can't, <laughs> I can't with this Wait, effect this, shot. You mean the sun can't just wear the Stargate like a little <laughs> I can't. <laughs> I can't. That is the scale. It's that the Stargate is nowhere near that sun. <laughs> no, um, but it looks good for TV. Ta-da. But I just can't. Those are the times where I'm like, when you have to do something like that, where I'm caught between, I want to make something that is accurate mm-hmm. and that is not acceptable. Like sometimes I just, you just have to let things look good. I know, but sometimes <laughs> I'm like, I can't because that's not right. <laughs> um. The designer part of me and the science part of me fights each other very badly. But they will kill each other. They will kill each other. Left unattended. Anyway, so uh, apparently they have 27 minutes before it goes supernova. Sam announces Mm -hmm. and she reaches the Peltec, which again, if it was going to go Nova, that timeline's not. It just, no. Plot. Just go with it. Mm. So then we explain to Sam why we aren't going to Vorash. And Jacob says that Apophis wants the Tok'ra, so let's give them the Tok'ra. Tanith stands in front of Apophis on Apophis's motherfucking bridge. Mm-hmm. And Apophis is like, so, dude, you promised me a shit ton of Tok'ra. Where are the Tok'ra? He's like, yeah, um, I sort of fucked that up. Yeah. But I have a gift for you. Yeah. Which you'll be really happy you came all this way for. Yeah. And then he brings on an unconscious dead looking Teal'c. Um, which admittedly does make Apophis happy. Yeah, well, you know, is this where we see our new Apophis, our new and improved yes. fire evolution Apophis? Yeah, wait, this is, yeah. <laughs> well, he's so, like, I mean, he got himself all prettied up yeah. to meet the Tok'ra. Yes. And now he's like, oh, there's someone here to look good for. Yeah. He's like, <laughs> he's like the, the, the flame on version. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, well, it's, it's what I called in, in, in 1.0 of this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> the, uh, the naked, all the, the, the naked heat palette. Yeah. <laughs> of the Urban Decay. <laughs> Cosmetics line. It's a naked heat apophis. Or the, uh, what's the fire, the Pokemon fire evolution? Yeah, they, well, it's just a fire evolution okay. of whatever I apophis is. I didn't play Pokemon, so I'm kind of impressed <laughs> I knew that. Good job. Um, so, back on the mothership, the plan is to, remo- like, fly all of the gliders out and lead them away from Vorash, like the Togra running in gliders. Mm-hmm. And um, since Tanith still thinks they're all on that ship, like, Tanith right. never got the memo that they removed via Stargate. Yes. So he thinks all the Tok'ra on the ship, they're going to fly the gliders like the little Tok'ra, like, and him and Apophis take the bait, again, for about two seconds. Like, it doesn't <laughs> last long. Yeah. Quickly, they are detected that the gliders are empty, and, like, the, and the new, like, the, the SG-1 mothership is approaching the planet. Mm-hmm. And so it's them four minutes till the sun goes supernova at this point. So Daniel readies down to Jack to make sure he's in position to ring up. Jack's like, just get me the hell out of here. I'm not having a good day. <laughs> yeah. They, uh, you know, they now have to get out of yeah, the system. Yeah, it takes a lot for him to... Not have a good day. Well, and not only that, for him to be willing to leave that planet without having to yeah. back. yeah. Well, he knows Tilk's not on that planet anymore. That's true. Yeah. That's true. He knows he's not on the planet anymore. Um, so... Like, the sun then explodes on Q. Mm-hmm. It eats up Varash, starts to eat up all of Apophis's ship. It's a hungry Jacob, sun. It is. Jacob engages their hyperdrive. It's a hungry sun a pillar. <laughs> <laughs> Jacob engages a hyperdrive, but they're knocked back out after just a moment. And Jacob assumes they caught the tail end of the blast wave. Mm. 
Jack assumes that Teal'c is dead, and because Sam's like, "Where is Teal'c?" Mm-hmm. And Jack's like, "Don't ask." This is. Do you think? Yeah. First of all, don't ask Jack that. Yeah, you know he's, if not, he's here. not here. Then Jack's gonna have a pretty fucking good <laughs> exactly. explanation, and he's gonna tell you exactly. Um, but if Apophis has him, they have to go back. Sam's like. Well, Jacob's like, that may not be possible. Mm. The F computer doesn't recognize any of the stars, and according to the readings, they've traveled over four million light years. They're not mm. even in the same galaxy. According to Google Maps, we're in the water. Yeah. <laughs> we're supposed to make left way up there. So, if, if, just to try to put this in some sort of perspective, the Milky Way itself is 100,000 light years across. Okay. And it is 180,000 light years, um, like, see, oh, no, sorry, the Milky Way is like 100 to 180 thousand like years okay. across okay. depending on like how you measure it um andromeda is like 2.5 million light years away which is the next closest major galaxy there's a ton of like little baby galaxies okay. little tiny ones <laughs> little like um fun size milky ways yes yes exactly <laughs> but andromeda's next big one and that's two and a half million light years is andromeda and they're four million light years nice so they're really fucking far so away so they're all of the light years yeah away. they're all the light years they've eaten like a couple of king-size bars. Yes. Gotcha. Yes. Um, and Sam's thinks the explosion um, affected their subspace window, and Jack's like, I want some... Cl- Just to clarify, are you saying we can't get back? Mm-hmm. And Jacob's not sure the ship obviously can't go normally go this fast. Given their current position, which, mind you, they don't know what the fuck their current position yeah. is. Because they can't read any of the stars. Yeah, given our current position of the middle of fucking nowhere. <laughs> and a maximum hyperdrive speed, it'll take 125 years to get back. Yeah, well, because, you know, from anywhere in the in the universe, yeah. it takes 125. It's like, how long does it get there? Like, 20 minutes. Yeah, it's exactly like that rule of 20 minutes. And 20 minutes could be anywhere from 10 minutes to 45 minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and every city's got their own measure. Yeah. You know, Orlando's is 20 minutes. Yeah. Um, LA, I'm probably sure it's like an hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mind you, it's three miles away. It'll take like an hour. Yeah, it's an hour. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, so for the the goal, that's 125 years. <laughs> um, oh, and on long range sensors, they're picking up another ship. It's well, yeah, it's Apophis. You don't want to be lost in the middle of nowhere without your best buddy Apophis. It is in his super large motherfucking ship. I mean, what else are you gonna do other than fight each other? <laughs> so to be continued. Dun, dun, dun. Season four is done. Oh, Jesus. Season five will start off with enemies. I don't... I, I I know it's the end of the season. I know you have to go out on a cliffhanger, but I don't like this! Listen, you had to wait, like, less than a week to see it. Yeah, that's we fair. had to wait, like, six months. Fine. You're right. And I will say, shit does get worse. <sighs> <laughs> got eaten uh we did at least release our top 10 yes um this kind of because it's sort of half a story it didn't make it onto even top five for the season no it really didn't because Um, it's not done and this might be part of one of those carryovers that becomes the same as the part one of the next season um but we did release our top 10 for the first four seasons last week so we weren't gonna we're not gonna go over those again um it's a seven minute podcast please listen please listen (laughs) um so we are going to 
just get into the next episode, which will be dropping at the same time on your podcast feed. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll see you in a few minutes, hopefully. Yeah. You're still around. Uh, but you know where to find us. You can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. You can find us on Facebook at There's No Place Like Tara. And you can find us on, you can email us at There's No Place Like Tara at gmail.com. Uh, like us, rate us, review us. Up next, we're about to go right into... Enemies. Season 5. Season 5. Episode 5. 1. Enemies. 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 Enemies.